0: Ready to get it? You ready to get in the Word? Yes. Talking about, you know, uh, fighting the good fight of faith. So you have your Bibles. Turn to 1 John chapter 5. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Bless you. Hallelujah. Also go to First Timothy chapter six. Thank you, Lord. Let's start here in verse one. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. It says, whosoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and that loves <laughs> whosoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone that loves him is begotten of him loves him also that is begotten of him. Now look at verse four, "For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So the first verse says, "Whosoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And then in verse four says, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Do you believe that Jesus is the Christ? I bet you I believe that Jesus is the Christ. So it says, if I believe that Jesus is the Christ, it says and speaks to me that I'm born of God. It tells me what I'm born of. And then in verse four, it tells me whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So you have to realize that when you made Jesus the Lord of your life, what was placed on the inside of you and I was overcoming faith. Was overcoming world, overcoming faith. There's nothing that you will experience, nothing that you'll face, nothing that you'll come up against that your that the faith that God's placed on the inside of you is not strong enough to cause you to overcome whatever you're facing, whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're facing. If you're watching by a way of internet, whatever you're going through, faith has the ability to cause you to overcome. Amen. Say this with me. Faith, faith. causes me causes to overcome. We're talking about the fighting the good fight of faith. Now let's look at 1 Peter. I mean, I'm sorry, first 1 Timothy. I want to read actually 1 John chapter 5 in the, in the Message Bible. It says, Every God begotten person conquers the world ways. The conquering power that brings the world to its knees is our faith. The person that wins out over the world is the one who believes Jesus is the Son of God. Now let's look at 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12. It says Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, whereinto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. I give thee charge in the sight of God who quickens all things, before Christ, who before Pontus Pilate witnessed a good confession. So here it says, Fight the good fight of faith. And lay hold of eternal life. Part of fighting the good fight of faith is about laying hold of something. If you're going to see it. I'm, I'm not going to. I, don't, I didn't have a chance to listen to what Trey ministered along those lines. But uh, but it, but it has to do with laying hold of. It. it has to do with 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 your confession. It has to do with your words and, and your position. And so when we talk about fighting the good fight of faith. It's about laying hold of something. It's about possessing something. It's about about securing something in your heart. It's about establishing something in your heart and establishing something in your life, fighting the good fight of faith. Now, let's look at 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7. He says, "'I have fought a good fight. "'I have finished my course, and I have kept the faith.'" I'm read that again. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course, and I have kept the faith. I'm read it one more time. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. You see, I have kept the faith. I have laid hold of something. I have finished my course. So why is it so important that we fight the good fight of faith? Because you and I have a course to finish. You know what? And the enemy does not want you to fulfill your assignment. He does not want you to fulfill your course. He doesn't want you to, to complete your destiny. He wants you to stop short, walk away from God, give up, throw in the towel to, to quit and give up and, and, and get off of your faith. See, the enemy would love to, to steal your faith. That's why he comes to steal the word, because if he can steal the word, he can steal your faith. That's, you know, the, the talking about the, the, the sower sows the word. It says the enemy comes immediately to steal the word. Why? Because we know faith comes by hearing and hearing by what? The word of God. So when I'm hearing the word, then what's happening? My heart is being strengthened with faith so that if the enemy can steal the word, then the enemy can steal my faith. Fight the good fight of faith. Paul said, I have fought a good fight. I have kept the faith. I have finished my course and I have kept the faith. It's important to finish your course. It's important to finish your course. Look, look to your neighbor and say, I'm going to finish my course. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go to Jude. Jude, verse 3. It's right before Revelations. You don't know where Jude is. Just throwing a lot of scripture at you right now. Faith, faith. We are we are, we are heritage of faith. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Faith pleases God. You know Hebrews eleven six without faith it's impossible to please God for he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him without faith. It's impossible to please God. It's impossible. It's impossible to please God without faith. Faith, faith brings God into your now. Faith brings God into your present circumstance. Faith brings God into your present situation. Faith. Hallelujah. Faith. Now verse 3 here says, the King James says, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you, That you should earnestly contend for the faith. That you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Contend for the faith. Say that. that. I'm going to contend contend. for the faith. faith. Now, the message says this in verse 3. It says, Dear friends, I've dropped everything to write to you about this life of salvation that we have in common. I have to write insisting and begging that you fight with everything that you have in you for this faith entrusted to you as a gift to guard and to cherish. A gift to guard and to cherish. I'm writing this and I'm begging you and I'm insistent about this because I want you to contend for this faith that is a gift for you to guard and. And to cherish, Peter talks about faith being precious. That faith is precious. It's like gold. It's it's precious. And so, so, so I, I want you to to see that this gift of faith that we've been given, this measure of faith that we've been given, is something that's precious, and it's something that we need to contend for. Because as we just read, just real briefly, without taking a lot of time and expounding on these scriptures, it is precious. Why? Because it's going to cause me to finish my course. It's going to cause me to finish my assignment. It's going to cause me to walk in what God's destiny to walk in. Why is it so important for us to contend for the faith? Why, why, why is it fight, Why fighting the good fight of faith? Because, because you know, if we're fighting. That why why are we fighting the good fight of faith? I believe it comes down to two things. Number one, to protect what's already been given, or to possess what's promised. I believe there's a primary two ways of why we need to fight the good fight of faith, and it's to guard what we've already been given, and it's to possess what's already been promised. And so that's what you and I have, this faith is for, it is to guard what's been given and it's to possess what's been promised. Fighting the good fight, what are you contending for? What are you contending for right now? Now the word contending, the word contend means to strive in opposition or against difficulties. It means to compete for something. It means to be engaged in a fight or carry on a fight. What are you contending for in your life right now? answer that question not, not to me but to yourself what are you contending for right now is it the call on your life is it is it your your children is it is it the prom, promises that god has given you personally is it is it your marriage is it is it is it health in your body what are you contending for and 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 sometimes there's this 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 passivity, so to speak, when it comes to faith that that you know, well, because of grace, we just sit back and whatever will be will be. But but you, you got to understand something about about grace. Let me let me go there real quick. This wasn't wasn't planned on doing this, but verse eight of Ephesians two says. For by grace are you saved through faith. For by grace are you saved through faith. You know, I'm, I'm grateful for grace. I appreciate grace. I appreciate God's ability on my life to help me do what I can't do in my own ability. But how am I going to tap into that? Through faith. And, and so there's this, there's sometimes there's this passivity of, well, we just, we're just going to sit back and, and whatever will be, will be no, no, you, you have been given authority. We have been given, you are, we are sons and daughters of God. You are Kings and Queens, so to speak in the kingdom of God. he, he said, he said, how good, how good is this for the, the father to give you and I the kingdom, but yet we can have this kingdom that we have access to, but never, never access it because we just sit back and and say, well, you know, it's just, you know, if it's God's will, then it, it's just going to come to pass. No, you're you. We have to contend for the faith. We have to you have we have to contend. For the promises of God. We have to contend with the word of God. That's why he even, even said, you know, uh, with, with Timothy, when he was speaking to Timothy, he talked about, he talked about contending and warring with the prophecies that have been spoken over him. Meaning, meaning, don't give up. Just strive after this. Work after this. Don't, don't give up on this. This is something that you're gonna have to go after. This is something that you're going to have to lay hold of. So it's not about being passive and just sitting back. No, no, you need you need to get up on the edge of the boat, so to speak. And you need to speak to the storm because we're we're called to fight the good fight of faith. And and you are we are you you are not a doormat for the enemy. So what are you contending for tonight? And I want to encourage you. You need to you. We need to stand up. You need to, we need to, to, to just pick up the, the, the weapons of our warfare. We need to pick up the word of God we need to pick up our good confession and we need to lay hold of these things to possess what God's promised us and to protect what God's already given us. Is it, and it's a, and it is a fight. It is a fight. Now it is not a natural fight. We don't war against uh, against flesh and blood it's not it's not it's not about you you're not fighting your spouse you're not fighting your children you're not fighting doctors no it's we are laying hold of the promise of God contending for the faith what are you contending for hallelujah let's go to Luke chapter 22 Luke 22 Verse 31, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat, but I prayed for you that thy faith fail not, and when you are converted, strengthen your brethren. So here, the Lord is speaking to Simon, and and I love when 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 Jesus calls calls your name twice, Simon, Simon, Martha, Martha. <laughs> but but it's really if, if you look look it up, it's always a an endearment. It's always not in a attitude of condescending. It's just in an attitude of love and compassion. And and you have to understand this, he. He is speaking to Peter, but he's actually speaking to all of the disciples because he if you look at the word you in this in the original language, it's a pronoun for everyone that's listening. So when he speak, he goes, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have all of you. Now, he's addressing Peter or Simon, he's addressing Peter, but he's saying he, he desires to have all of you. You see, you see, he, he desires to have all of you. And and even before this conversation, and that that, that Jesus kind of just stops in the midst of it. You know, a few you know about five verses before this, the disciples are arguing and who's the greatest. Why? Because Satan desires to have them. So so he's going to use anything he can to 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 bring um, his plan and not God's plan. So here he's trying to set up division, and so he gets down and Jesus finally says, Simon, Simon. Satan has desired to have you, all of you. But he says, but I have prayed for you that you're... But he's desired to have you that he may sift you like wheat. Sift you like wheat. The word sift, if you look it up in the original language, it it means to break apart... And but there's also another word in, in the in the Greek, and it means a riddle. And so you could say a, an enigma or a puzzle. That the enemy wants to bring confusion to you. Satan desired to have you that he might sift you. He he wants to he wants to the word for also sift means to separate you. Yeah. Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you. That he may sift you as wheat. But I pray for you that thy faith fail not. I pray for you that your faith wouldn't fail. I pray for you that your faith wouldn't come to nothing. I pray for How would you like to know Jesus prayed for you? Wow. See, Jesus is concerned about where your faith is. Faith is important. Yes. You know, in, in Luke chapter 18, a couple of chapters before this, four chapters before this, it says he's coming back. He said, will the son of man, man find faith in the earth? He, he's looking for faith. Yes. And so, so what he because, because faith is, causes what to us to overcome, right? right? Yes. Faith is a conquering power. Faith is a spiritual force that causes success. So here he's saying, Peter, he goes, Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you like he wants to separate you from your faith. So any and all attacks that you might be experiencing in your life is to what it's to take away your faith. He's trying to destroy your faith. You know, uh, uh, you get a, a negative doctor's report. What's the enemy? want he wants to he's, he's out for your faith. He's out for your faith. You get a report about your, he's out for your faith. He's, he's out to discourage you. He's out to destroy you. He's out to, to, to steal, kill and destroy. That's what he likes to do. That's his primary, uh, primary mode of MO is to steal, kill and destroy. Satan is out to destroy you. And he said, but I pray for you that your faith wouldn't fail. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Verse verse 33 says this, And he said, and Simon Peter said unto him, Lord, I am ready to go with thee, both into prison and to death. And that sounded good, didn't it? (laughs) That sounded good. But what we have to make sure is we're not putting faith in our own personal ability. You see, the downfall here, what the enemy wants you to do is you put faith in yourself. And see, this was, the, this was, this was Peter's biggest downfall here was, was, I'm ready to go to prison with you. And, and Jesus is like, you know, Peter, before the day's up, you're going to deny me three times. With the, say, Satan's out for his faith. There's a lot I could say about this but but I want you to see why do we contend for the faith why, why why are we fighting the good fight of faith because it's to guard what we've already been given and it's to possess what's been promised and it's not just going to be automatic hallelujah thank you father fighting the good fight of faith is not about having an overestimation of yourself or your personal ability But what I want us to see tonight is it's having an overwhelming revelation of his love for you. Contending for the faith. You know, faith is is not about a formula for success. It's so much more than that. And just what I've shared with you so far is just more of kind of just to kind of get to where I, I want to go. Is this contending for the faith? is fighting the good fight of faith. You you, you see, he he had this love and compassion for Simon. Jesus had this love and compassion. He said, I prayed for you that your faith wouldn't fail. I I prayed that your faith wouldn't come to nothing. And so, so this faith that we have, it's not about what you can do. It's not having faith in your faith. But what is that faith founded on? You see, you see, how how do how how do you lose a how do you lose? It's when you put faith in yourself and your ability. Yeah. Even well, my ability to confess so many scriptures, or my ability to, to, to know so many stories, or my ability to do all these things. But if it's not founded upon something, then it sometimes it can just be words. It can just be emotional. It can be something, but but you have to realize that this faith has to be built upon something. It's not. It's not just. It's not just why I have the because I can speak so loud or I can quote so many scriptures. No, it's got to be birthed out of something. And it and it's and it's birthed out of this overwhelming revelation of how much God loves you. Your faith has to be founded on his love. Faith works by what? Love. Faith works by love. You know, thinking about Peter and thinking when he made that statement, I I will go to prison, I will even die with you. But yet, Peter, we have Simon then. But now he's. We look later on in First Peter chapter five. You don't need to turn there. This is kind of a rabbit trail. But think about it, the same one that wrote about that has also talked about humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Because then he says, "What well, he goes because your enemy roams about as a roaring lion." seeking whom he may devour. then it says, whom resist steadfast in the faith. You see, it's interesting how before he was immediately to say, hey, I'm going to do this. But yet his revelation that he received later on was, when it's when I humble myself under the mighty hand of God. It's when I bring myself under him when I submit myself under him. It's your faith is not, is, is, is not about how much you know but in, in Scripture, but it's how much you know him. Because why? The enemy goes about as a roaring lion seeking who may devour. Jesus said, Satan has desired you. Satan is, is going around as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour, and he wants to sift you like wheat, Peter. But I prayed for you that your faith fail not. Go to first John chapter four. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Our faith has to be established upon the love of God. But for God so loved the world, he gave, John 3, 16. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God so loved the world, he gave, he gave his only begotten, whosoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. So my, so because he loved me, if, because he loved me to such an extent, it caused him to give. And because he gave, it now brought me into a place where I could believe. And when it brought me into a place of belief, now I experience everlasting life. But it all had to be established upon what? God's love. So my ability to put my faith in God's love is what causes my my faith to be founded on something. So what, what are you contending for? So whatever you're contending for, realize the strength of what you're standing on is his love for you. On how much he loves you. What are you contending for? Is it family? Is it is it marriage? Is it finances? Is it is it is it is it health? Whatever it is, it has to be established upon this love for you. You know, sometimes I and I know sometimes people can hear me wrong from the standpoint of of. Before you go get a bunch of scriptures. First, sit down and meditate on how much he loves you. And and funnel every single one of those scriptures through how much he loves you. See, I can quote by the stripes of Jesus. I have been healed. But when I but when when I when I first when I build that upon me oh because he loves me by the stripes of Jesus I am healed my body is being restored because he loves me because he loves me he sent his son you see so it is it, it, is not a, because the, the word is what what build, is it builds faith so don't don't i'm trying not to don't take it out of context what i'm saying but it it first has to be built upon a foundation and so fighting the good fight of faith is not about me doing it in my own overestimation of my ability or my knowledge but it's an overwhelming revelation of how much he loves me now, now look at, the, at this in First John chapter, chapter four, verse three. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof you have heard that is come, and even now already is in the world. So the spirit of Antichrist is already in the world. So, so just connect this with what, what Luke 22 said and what Jesus said. Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you like wheat. So, so there's things that you're going to face in the world is going to try to separate your faith, separate you from your faith. There's, there's the Antichrist spirit are going to try to separate you from the answer, to you, separate you from, you know, it's the Antichrist, anti anointing. Anything opposite from the anointing. So so here so in the next verse says this, you are of God, little children, you are of God, little children and have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. See, your faith is an overcoming force. Your faith is an overcoming power. Fighting the good fight of faith is realizing that you are a child of God. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Meaning, you have overcome the things that that you're going to face in the world. And greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Greater is he that's trying to sift you. Greater is he that's in you than he that's trying to sift you. That's trying to separate your faith. That's trying to destroy your faith. Now let's look at verse, I think it's 16. And we have known and believed the love that God has to us. God is love and he that dwells in love dwells in God and God in him. So here, establishing this principle about God's, about a, a God's love for you and building your faith established upon the principle of how much he loves you. Go to First Corinthians thirteen. First Corinthians thirteen. Hallelujah! Now God is love. We just read that God is love. So building our life, establishing our our life upon the revelation that God is love. Now, let's look at this in in connotation with love and what we're talking about faith and starting in verse 4. Love endures long and is patient and kind. Love is never envious nor boils over with jealousy is not boastful or vainglorious. It does not display itself haughtily. It is not conceited, arrogant, inflated with pride. It is not rude and it does not act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in us does not insist on its own rights or its own way, for it is not self-seeking. It is not touchy, fretful, resentful. It takes no account of evil done to it. It pays no attention to a self or wrong. It does not rejoice in injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoice Rejoices when right and truth prevail. Love bears up under anything. Love bears up anything. So when your life is built upon the love of God, realize this, love bears up under anything and everything. See, how are you going to having done all to stand, stand? It's when you're established upon love. It's not just this, this natural willpower. But what is that willpower established on? His love. Knowing how much he loves you, love bears up under all, anything and everything that comes and is ever ready to believe the best and of every person. Its hopes are fadeless under all circumstances and it endures everything without weakening. Love never fails. So when you understand this, love never fails. Love never fails. Love is what will get you through. Your your faith is not in your faith, your faith in His character of how much He loves you. What are you contending for? It has to be built upon the love of God and how much He loves you. Go to Romans chapter 8. Thank you, Father. Romans chapter 8. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Now think, think about this for a moment. How much God cares for you? Just close your eyes for a moment. Whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through right now, Realize his love is going to get you through. His love is a force that will strengthen you. It will establish you. So I encourage you, don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Don't let go. Thank you, Father. Father, thank you for just placing within each one of us a greater revelation, and understanding of this love. Thank you for your compassion that you have for us, Father. And I thank you for a revelation of love. Father, I pray for, before we go further, Father, I I pray for every single person here and watching by way of internet, Lord, that, that they would know the lengths and the depths and the heights of that love. That they'd know the love of Christ As Ephesians 3, 20 says, that passes knowledge that we might be filled with all the fullness of God. I I thank you for a revelation of love. A revelation of how much you care for us individually. How much you care for our children. How much you care for our personal well-being. How much you care for every detail of our lives. Thank you, Father. Throughout this series, Father, I thank you that our faith would rise higher and higher. Oh, we thank you for it. You can open your eyes. You know, just the, just the aspect of what Jesus said to Peter. I have prayed for you that your faith would fail not. I want you to know you have a, you have Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. You have Jesus who is seated at the right hand of the Father, and and we are seated with Him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We are seated with Him. Now, now get a picture. And I asked that question, just think about it. if Jesus prayed for Peter and prayed for their disciples that their faith wouldn't fail. I mean, but realize you got to see that Jesus is praying for you even now. Amen. Now look, look at this in Romans 8. Hallelujah. Verse. Let's, look, let's start in verse 31. It says, What shall we say to these things if God be for us? who can be against us? See, this is all contending for the faith. If God be for us, who can be against us? If God's for us, who can, meaning meaning if God's on my side, how how can I lose? If God's on my side, I can't fail. For what should we say? If God be, if, if love be for us, who can be against us? If God is for me, who can be against me? See, this is what my my faith is built upon, that God's on my side. And because God's on my side, love's on my side, and 1 Corinthians says that love never fails. If God is on my side, who can be against me? Verse 32, he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things. Wow. If he would go to the length and the, the depths and the heights to give up his very best, how much would he give you all things? Think about that. I mean, he's not leaving anything out. I'll say he says, give you all If he would take the steps to give his very best, what is he holding something else back? Hallelujah. He spared not his own son, but delivered up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifies. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. He's making intercession for you. He's praying for you. He's praying for you. Huh? He's praying. Well, you say, well, you know, I no one that cares about me, pastor. That's not true. Jesus is praying for you. He's He is interceding for you right now. You know what? He's interceding that your faith not fail. He's praying for you right now. He's interceding for you right now. He's interceding for you right now. He's praying for you right now. See, this is not something that 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 was in the past. This is present. He's presently currently interceding for you right now. He he's he's helping you contend for the faith right now. He is locked arm in arm with you right now. It's not you by having you fighting in your own ability or you fighting in your own strength. He is with you arm in arm. He Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Who makes intercession for us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution famine, nakedness, peril, or sword as written for thy sake. We were killed all the day long. We're counted as sheep uh, for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors in all these things, in, in all these natural situations, in all these in tribulation. See, if you're in the middle of tribulation, I think you'll be contending for something, Right persecution famine nakedness peril or sword but it says nay in all these things in all these things we are more than conquerors we are more than conquerors through him that loved us so how do we how do we overcome we conquer through him 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 who loves us. We are victorious through him who loves us. We overcome through him who loves us. We are victorious because of him who loves us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Fighting the good fight of faith. It's about building your life upon his love for you. Hallelujah. In all these things, we are more than conquerors. More than conquerors, more than conquerors, more than conquerors, more than, more than conquerors. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amplified says, yet amid all these things, we are more than conquerors and we gain a surpassing victory through him who loved us. Hallelujah. And Paul says, for I'm persuaded. I'm persuaded. Man, that, that's, that's, that's a word of faith right there. That, that's a state I'm persuaded meaning meaning he could get fully persuaded because of that that verse before that meaning he's fully persuaded because he's more than a conqueror through him that loves us so because of Paul's revelation of his love that God had for Paul he said I'm persuaded I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. To him who loved. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. See, the enemy wants to separate you, sift you like wheat. But Jesus, I have prayed for you that your faith fail not. And here Paul says that nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Hallelujah. So the enemy wants to separate your faith. He wants to bring confusion. He wants to separate you from the answer. He wants to take the word out of you. But, but when you build everything on the love of God, nothing can separate you. Hallelujah. Good Isaiah 41, and I'll close with this. Isaiah 41. Thank you, Father. Contending for the faith. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Isaiah 41. You know, you fulfilling your assignment isn't going to be automatic. It's gonna, it's, you're going to have challenges. Jesus even said in the Gospels, He said, In the world you'll have tribulation. In the world you'll have tribulation. <laughs> you will have tribulation. <laughs> you will, the word tribulation, pressure. You will have pressure. But He says, But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Of the amplifiers, I've deprived of its. I've deprived its power to harm you. So how can how could you say that? Well, when you have the revelation that Paul just said, nothing can separate me from the love of God. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. Meditate on how much he loves you. Meditate on his extraordinary love for you. It is not how much, it's not what you can earn. It's not what you could gain in yourself, your own understanding. But it's you receiving in your heart how much he cares and loves you. I mean, if you, if you had just known me <laughs> and known some of the things that I've done, some of the things I've been through but I can stand before you today and, and I can say his love is what's brought me through. His love's restored my life. When I failed and make, made mistakes, his love is what brought me back into right relationship. His, his love, his, his love for me, and not because I deserved it, not because I earned it, not because I was good enough for it, but just because, as First John said, you are of God, little children. But the enemy wants want to do everything he can to, to pull that, even just that little understanding, little children. Oh, I can't be his child because of what I've done. I can't be his child because of, uh, of who I am. I can't be this because of this, that, or the other. No. How much he loves you when you build your life upon that when you build your faith upon that and you realize that that my I'm, my faith is in the love of god and his love has the ability his love is restoring me right now. His love is working on my behalf right now. His love is restoring my body. His love is restoring my family. His love is restoring my marriage. His love is restoring my peace. His love is restoring my joy. His love is, is, is moving and manifesting in my life. His love is directing my course. His love is directing my path. Everything, my life, it has to be built upon this aspect. <clears throat> Having faith. In his love. Let me close with this Isaiah 41. Now, if you're contending for something in your life, just receive this scripture. Hallelujah. Fear not. And this I'm reading the Amplified. Fear not. There's nothing to fear, for I'm with you. See, that's when you're contending for something, you're standing in faith for something. You know, the root of uh, of it, the root of everything comes down to fear. You know, uh, whether being accepted by God, whatever, whatever the case is, it, it's fear. So the thing he says is, "Fear not. There's nothing to fear, for I am with you." Do not look around you in terror or be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen and harden you to difficulties. Yes, I will help you. Yes, I will hold you up and retain you with my victorious right hand of rightness and justice. Behold, all they who are enraged and inflamed against you shall be put to shame and confounded. They who strive against you shall be as nothing and shall perish. What are you contending for? Whatever you're contending for, here it says, it says those things shall perish. Whatever you're facing, those things shall perish. Those things will come to nothing. Verse 12 says, you shall seek those who contend with you, but shall not find them. They who war against you shall be as nothing, as nothing at all. As nothing at all. As nothing at all as nothing at all whatever you're facing right now whatever you're going through right now i want you to see that it's going to come to nothing at all nothing at all nothing at all hallelujah hallelujah hmm nothing at all <laughs> nothing at all hallelujah nothing at all nothing whatever you nothing at all Hallelujah. Verse 13. Why? For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. I am the Lord who says to you, fear not, I will help you. For I, the Lord your God. You can say it this way. For I love I love. Hold your right hand. I am love who says to you, fear not for love will help you. Hallelujah. Verse 14. Fear not. (laughs) You worm Jacob, you men of Israel, I will help you, says the Lord. Your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. Mm. You You can read the next part of the next verse. Behold, I will make you to be new. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Fighting the good fight of faith. Fighting the good fight of faith. They said it's a good fight because it's a fight we win. (laughs) Even if we die, we win. (laughs) So, I mean, fighting the good fight of faith. it has it's not it's not about your ability but it's built upon his love for you yes. and when it's built upon his love for you that's when you can stand before mountains that when that's when you can speak to storms because it's not in your own ability it's in everything it's in in him it's in him paul said it's in him i live and move and have my being yeah. amen, amen. You receive this word tonight Amen. Well, Father, we thank you for your, the word tonight. We thank you for your word tonight. And I thank you, Father, for your love. Your love resonating in each one of our hearts. Your love growing and expanding and excelling in each one of our hearts. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. So Hallelujah. If you're filled with the Holy Spirit and, and you speak another tongue, just start praying in the Holy Ghost. Ki Jude, verse 20, talks about building ourselves up in our most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Ki Everyone stand to your feet. Ki E robocoter de 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 bosho brabacate de de baya. E rabastele de de bocosion gonde de de baya. E I I rabaya. De rabaya. E calamando lo bocosta bratala dabaia. E bra babacate roxto cor rabaia. Bra babacande de bocosto cor rabaia. E rabate le de bosho braba. Bracate le bosho cor de bosho cor de bocuandele de debosha. E robocoshangande de basso. Or ramandele de debosho de robocote de Jude 20 says, But you, beloved, build yourselves up, founded on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. And there's a semicolon It says, Guard and keep yourselves in the love of God. Guard and keep yourselves in the love of God. Guard and keep yourselves in the love of God. Ibrush talada basol. There's a connection in praying in the Holy Ghost and building yourself up and keeping yourself in the love of God. Ibrush tor rabaya. Irobo kotere de 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 bo shar rabaya. E rabakatere de 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 bo rabaya. Er robocosiongon de rende de debosio coter de baya. Er rabbashor rabbacate de debosso. de debosio coter de baya. Er robocosiongon de debaya. Er rabbacate de As you pray in the Holy Ghost, you're building yourself up. You're building yourself up. that word build up is like charge, like a battery. It says rise higher and higher like an edifice. It charges like a, a battery on the inside of you. It strengthens you in your inner man. I roboshar rabacate rabaya. I cor robocotere de 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 bosho de baya. Ingroboshar rabacate de de baya. de bacandele de baya. Inglora mandele I rabaya bosho Irobo man Strength in every heart. Strength in every heart. Strength in every heart. Strength to come into every heart. Hallelujah. Strength for the battle. Strength for the days ahead. Hallelujah. Strength in the midst of their adversity. Strength. Hallelujah. I thank you that they are they, they are they have they have ability to overcome come. Thank you, Father, that they're equal to anything. Hallelujah. They're able in anything. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for your ability. Thank you for your grace, Father, that's strengthening every person here and by watching by a way of internet. I thank you, Father, for strength, 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 strength! Ibrush talabakat er rabaya. Irbogoter de 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 boshokor rabaya. de 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 boshokor ter de de bokoter rabaya. Ir de 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 Oh, thank you, thank you, Father, thank you, Jesus, Hallelujah! Thank you, Father, Hallelujah, Hallelujah! Thank you, Father. If there's something that you're contending for in your physical body, just raise your hand. Hallelujah. Or maybe someone you're close to. Hallelujah. Someone that, hallelujah, look around and see those. Actually, just come up here to the front real quick. Come up to the front real quick. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 Just, I want everyone out there just praying in the Holy Ghost. Everyone in the audience, pray in the Holy Ghost hallelujah pray in the Holy Ghost hallelujah hallelujah thank you father thank you Jesus thank you father hallelujah 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 the Lord just given me one thing to say hallelujah Hallelujah! Hallelujah! The Robo the de bokosh ad rabaya. Strong in the Lord in the power of His might. Strong in the Lord in the power of His might. Strong in the Lord in the power of His might. Strong in the Lord in the power of His might. Strong in the Lord in the power of His might. Strong in the Lord in the power of His might strong in the Lord and the power of his might, strong in the Lord and the power of his might, strong in the Lord and the power of his might, strong in the Lord and the power of his might, strong in the Lord and the power of his might, strong in the Lord and the power of his might, strong in the Lord, strong, strong in the Lord, strong in the Lord. Strong in the Lord in the power of his might. Strong, 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 strong in the Lord, in the power of his might. Strong in the Lord. Strong in the Lord. Strong in the Lord. Strong, 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 strong. Not strong in their own ability. Not strong in their own ability. Not strong in themselves. Hallelujah, but strong in the Lord strong in the Lord, but strong in the Lord. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. ha. Strong in the Lord in the power of his might. Strong in the Lord and the power. How father we're resting in your might. And your ability, halabashid rabaya, that your might, your might, your ability, oh strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Ha ha ha! I thank you, Father. That our faith is in Your might. Our faith is in Your ability. Our faith is what's already been done at the cross. Our faith is in You, Father. I thank You, Lord. Halabasun. We stand with those that are contending. Hallelujah! We're contending as a as a church family. We're contending as a church family. Hallelujah! we're contending as a church family, one with another. Hallelujah. We're fighting together. Hallelujah. Side by side for the faith of the gospel of the Lord, Jesus Christ. Uh, We're contending together. We're fighting the good fight of faith. Hallelujah. And I thank you that our faith will not fail. Hallelujah. Our faith will not fail, but I thank you that we will see the completion. We will see the end of our faith. Hallelujah. Because they're strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Hallelujah. 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 Let's rejoice. Let's rejoice. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Miracles always happen at heritage of faith. Healings always happen at heritage of faith. Hallelujah. This is a place of healing. Hallelujah. This is a place of miracles. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. The enemy is defeated. The enemy is under our feet. We are more than conquerors to him who loves us and gave himself for us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Woo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. You receive this word tonight? Amen. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.